0: Welcome to the Building Management Podcast, brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin. Technology is continuing to evolve in rapid, unprecedented ways, affecting each industry uniquely. On today's episode, we are chatting with Cyrus Claffey, CEO and co-founder of Butterfly MX, a smart intercom system in 150,000 apartments coast to coast. He's going to help us better understand how new technology is changing the building management and real estate industries. Cyrus, how are you doing today? Great. Thank you, Daniel. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm really excited to learn the specificities of how technology is affecting real estate. So why don't we just get right into it? What are some trends, some changes that you've seen with this new tech and uh, how is it affecting real estate and building management specifically?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Let me just start by saying there is a lot going on in real estate tech today. Um, You know, in part because traditionally real estate has been a real laggard um, in terms of adopting technology. And the reason for that is it's the old uh, saw. It's location, location, location. So typically, you know, um, real estate companies haven't had to basically uh, incorporate a lot of technology into their properties in order to attract renters, because the market was driven mostly by where they built the property, and the types of amenities that they had in the properties. Right, things like gyms and you know AV rooms and the like. Well, you know, two things have really obviously affected the industry in the in the past. I would say five to ten years. So. The obvious one is, of course, the adoption of smartphones by just about everybody, right? Um, you know, you can order a dog walking service, you can order food, you can, you know, buy clothes all via, you know, your smartphone. So the fact that they've basically um, become these tools that we use really in our day-to-day lives and typically uh, are within, you know, eight, eight to 12 inches of our hands at any given time has really changed the way consumers behave, and in tandem with that are kind of the expectations they have about interacting with the world around them. The second thing is, is that really with the globalization of technology, right, in the sense that um, you can get programming talent from anywhere in the world, has really led to the proliferation of startups, okay, and I think also in tandem with that is that, um, you know, uh, low-cost manufacturing of electronic components has really meant that between the lower cost of programming talent and being able to create systems that are much less costly than they were in the past, there has been a proliferation of new technology platforms from home automation and systems inside apartments that allow you to control your lights, your air conditioning, you know, even your TV and music to door locks that have started to come into the market. All of these things have come down in cost. So it's created almost a a perfect opportunity for real estate companies to begin to experiment with technology platforms That can be controlled by people's smartphones. And what we're seeing across the industry is that the leaders in the real estate space um, have really started to um, experiment with different types of door locks, different types of home automation systems with the idea that um, they will pick the best of breed that fit their particular needs and then start to roll these throughout, uh, roll these out throughout their Uh, portfolio of properties.
0: So what are some of those specific technologies then? I know you mentioned experimenting with um, uh, remotely opening door locks and all that kind of stuff. How are those specific technologies making their way into real estate?
1: Yeah. So in the case of door locks, right? um, There's a couple of things that are at work there. So the first thing we know is, is that e-commerce and, you know, package delivery is a huge issue for everybody, whether you live in a single family home but especially if you live in an apartment building. And so in an apartment building, you know, let's say you have 200 apartments, you might see anywhere from, you know, 60 to 150 packages coming any given day, okay? So what that means is is that the staff at the apartment building have to handle, you know, receive all these packages and then get them into the hands of the residents. Well, electronic locks um, present the opportunity to receive a package from the FedEx or UPS guy and then put it all the way into the apartment because um, employees can get access to the apartments. They also present an opportunity where if a resident is locked out, um, the property manager can remotely unlock the apartment for them, okay? Um, And then lastly, In apartment buildings, about 35% of the residents are new every year. Traditionally, what they've had to do when residents move out is they have to basically what's called re-key a door lock, which means they take out the actual locking mechanism that the key fits into and replace it with a new one because you wouldn't want the old resident to have the key that the new resident is using. Electronic locks allow them to do that automatically via technology, as opposed to having to do a physical lock replacement. So all of these uh, reasons are, are ones that door locks are being used. When you start to look inside the apartment, things like thermostat control, things like lighting control are both energy savings, right, for a property owner. When the resident leaves the apartment, you can hibernate the unit. Or if the unit's unoccupied, let's say for a month while you find a new renter after an old one's moved out, you can also hibernate the unit for that whole period of time. So home automation systems really present a tremendous opportunity for energy savings, which at the same time also become a convenience factor for residents because they love the ability to turn on the air conditioner um, when they're returning home from work or control the lights while they're sitting there watching a movie. You know, let me put um, this movie mood setting on while I'm enjoying a movie on my flat screen. So where Butterfly MX, my company, comes into play is we're the first and leading edge smart intercom uh, platform for the real estate industry. So um, we are positioned at the front entrance of a building. We're connected to the cloud. And the opportunity that that affords us is to be able to talk to Home automation systems and be able to talk to door locks, right? And in the case of a home automation system, when the resident comes to the building and they're at the front entrance, we can signal to the home automation platform, hey, you know what? John Smith is here. Turn on his air conditioning in 10B, right? Um, Prepare his apartment for him. And by the same token, um, we like to say you can't get a, a package into an apartment until you get it through the front entrance of the building. And that's where ButterflyMX can also integrate with package delivery services in order to create a frictionless experience at the front entrance of a building, helping property owners deal with the influx of packages.
0: So basically what's happening is you have all these technologies that are already helping automate things and make things easier on smartphones and applications, but now – it's finding ways to integrate them all together into one seamless experience? Yes, that's absolutely correct. And that's really what's on the horizon today. You know,
1: again, because the cost of developing these platforms have come down so much in the last five years, you've had this proliferation of technology platforms and they're all providing different discrete services, be it a door lock or a home automation system or a package delivery system or something like Butterfly ButterflyMX, a smart intercom. So now they all exist. The next step is finding ways that they can interact together to increase property efficiency on the building operations side, as well as improve the resident experience through increased convenience as well as security.
0: Is this all something that it can expand beyond real estate and can make its way into, let's say, a small business. So they might be able to use an application like this. So um, someone can leave their package, let's say, at the secretary's desk and integrating everything within the office. Yes, I mean, so I think a lot of companies, ourselves uh, included,
1: look at the residential vertical of the real estate as, as only one vertical. You can look at commercial office as another one And, you know, it's kind of a fine line between where you're serving the needs of people as tenants versus serving the needs of people as kind of uh, part of a corporation, right? Because, you know, to your point, if a package is getting delivered to a company, right, it needs to get to the right end user uh, in order that they can get their package and do whatever it is they need to do within the corporate environment. So I would absolutely say that there is application in the corporate environment.
0: And then, you know, I think the workplace itself is changing. We're starting to see older generations age out, and the core of most workplaces is starting to be millennials. How are you seeing that uh, change the way that this technology is consumed? Yeah, I mean,
1: that's a really great point. I mean, look, I think one of the fascinating things about being in the technology space is how much, like... Are the way that we interact with a graphical user interface, right? Um, has changed from, you know, back in, in, in kind of the early days of Windows and Apple to today, right? And part of that has to do, by the way, with the size of a form factor. In other words, dealing with a small screen and how we as humans kind of ingest the information on a small screen, which is fairly limited in size versus a big screen. Right, really has driven a lot of the lessons we've learned um, as as kind of a as a society, and you know, as manifest by the way technology companies design things. So when it comes to millennials, you know, they've grown up with technology since since they were babies, right? And I think they have different expectations about ease of use, about availability, right? Which then drives um, how companies then. Uh, develop and deliver their technology to this millennial end user, right? And um, you know, we have quite a few millennials who work in our company. And I think one of the things that we do as we think about new features and functions to develop at Butterfly MX is we we basically you know pull our millennial population. What do you think about this? Does this adapt to your lifestyle needs, or should we be tweaking how we? Um, how we uh, enable and envision our technology, right? Um, An interesting point, by the way, is that, uh, as I'm sure you know, millennials actually represent the biggest demographic bump since the baby boomers, okay? And they are one of the driving forces behind what's going on in the real estate industry. First and foremost, the proliferation of new development that you see really throughout most cities in the United States, right? From Seattle to Nashville, down in Miami. But the second thing is, is that the developers of all these properties are, are making sure that there's the technology
0: infrastructure in the properties to kind of attract the millennials. Right. So it's just sort of a natural growth as these millennials make their way into the workforce. And since they're such a giant population, it just seems natural to adapt products and technologies to their needs.
1: That is correct.
0: I mean, and, you
1: know, again, you know, everybody is chasing a market, right?
0: Millennials are the biggest
1: market since the baby boomers. So it's absolutely natural that technology companies try and understand, you know, what are their needs, what are their consumer behaviors, and then develop products
0: and adapt existing products to meet those needs. And so now looking into the future, right? There's already been so much innovation and so much change, and there's bound to be even more. Everything just keeps seeming to grow at an exponential level. So what do you see for the future of real estate? And how do you think technology is going to continue to change? And how do you think people are going to continue to um, consume that technology?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, look, first and foremost, it's kind of what I mentioned, which are the integrations between Um, kind of the new platforms that have developed in the last five years, right? So there's tremendous opportunity to kind of create um, greater convenience, greater building um, operational efficiency, and enhanced security by integrating different platforms that kind of react to something happening at the front entrance, affecting something in the apartment, and also vice versa, right? Um, So I think another thing that we're seeing along those lines is the development now of, of voice control, right? You see that um, with Siri, with Alexa, right, um, with Google Home, right, Apple Home. All these different platforms are now um, implementing voice commands, right, in natural language. So I think that will be a, an area where we're going to see a lot going on, um, obviously, from, you know, reordering your groceries and your paper towels and things like that, but also to just kind of controlling the day-to-day environment around you, as well as building services, right? You might have a maintenance request and and you would do that via a voice command, okay? So that's that's very important. In, in the real estate industry as a whole, you know, we're going into a rising interest rate environment. And so what that does is it's going to put a lot of pressure On real estate companies to try and find operational savings, right? To maintain the same ROI that they've had, which is, you know, they aim to get a 7% or 8% ROI uh, on a property, right? All in. So, um, where they are going to look and where they have already started looking is really by implementing technology, right? In order to be able to handle the increased influx of packages, implementing technology to allow uh, a potential, uh, a new prospect to basically take a look at an apartment during the time that best suits them, as opposed to the time when the leasing office might be open, right? Um, and you see other types of of platforms out there that are going to allow people to um, basically almost... To get a damage deposit, um, to use a damage deposit service without having to put up the entire damage deposit at one time, but instead to pay for it incrementally over the the life of their lease because they can use a damage deposit platform to enable them to do that. So there's a bunch of different things going on today, which I think are going to start at the highest end of the market. And as they prove kind of economic efficiency or are able to increase revenue or able to increase occupancy at a property, you're gonna see the adoption of that um, really throughout the the real estate industry over time.
0: It sounds like what you're saying is that technology is just gonna get more and more humanized or more adapted to the way we communicate. And so, yeah, I think it'd be really interesting to see a world where you go home and you realize you're out of all your groceries, you whip out your phone and you say, phone, order my paper towels and a head of lettuce. And then, you know, within the next, whatever, half an hour, 30 minutes, right? It's another hour. It's right at your door and someone can let it in and deliver it, hand deliver it in your home. And it all, it sounds like, wow, that's so great. So crazy. I can't imagine a world where that would happen, but I feel like we're even closer than we imagine.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I'll tell you, I think in that future scenario, you won't even need to whip out your phone, Right. You'll just be able to talk, and you know your your home voice con- commander will know what you're asking for, and then relay that signal to you know to Amazon or somebody else who's going to fulfill that grocery order. When they show up at the building, it'll communicate to Butterfly MX, which will then open the door and call the elevator down for them to get them up to the residence floor. And then as they approach the lock, you know the lock will know that this is an authenticated delivery person and voila, your groceries will appear on your kitchen counter. So I I think you're right that that world is not too far away. Again, you know, people are kind of working out the actual workflow. um, And there's always edge cases that need to be addressed, obviously, before something um, is fully ironed out. But, you know, it's something that everybody or a lot of people are working on uh, very steadily.
0: Yeah, I mean, it'd be really cool to see that world finally come into reality. And it's really exciting to see the way technology is affecting these industries. So thank you, Cyrus, for coming on and helping to clarify some of the ways that technology is affecting the building management industry.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely welcome. And uh, thank you for having me on uh, the podcast.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And thank you, everyone, for listening to today's podcast. And if you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, you can go to marketscale.com industries and subscribe to the latest articles, videos, and podcasts from your favorite industries. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin. Till next time.